Hi, my name is Mario. Elden Ring is out now. Whoa. Hi, my name is Sydney. <laughs> and I've been playing The Sims. Uh-huh. We are two very different Whoa. people. <laughs> Listen, um, you can be Elden Ring, but can you complete the 100 Baby Challenge? And this is canonically correct. <laughs> Our podcast where we talk about anything and everything fan fiction. Woo! And fandom related, which is what today's going to be. And just about. being fans. This is just an episode for the fans. This is just an episode. This is just a show for us. Yeah. Really, whatever we. I've talked about fucking Tchaikovsky for an episode, <laughs> so it's really whatever. And I people have been into be. it. But listen, man. Listen. The Tchaikovsky hoes, they're out there. Yep. I am one of them. And I the Elden Ring babes. Dude, from Software Babes, I'm counting on you this episode. <laughs> I. We've talked about uh-huh. it a little bit today. I am in love with this game. Yep. This game introduces dark souls which i love very much uh-huh. and open world mm-hmm. my two favorite games of all time mm-hmm. are zelda breath of the wild which is an open world game and skyrim which is an open world game yep. and they're both medieval open world games elden ring is a medieval <laughs> open world game i'm having the time of my life Checkbox all yeah I, I bought it three days ago and i already have over 20 hours logged in mm-hmm. i love this game i'm i'm so stoked to finish this fucking game if i know it's gonna can. take me forever <laughs> I'm going to finish <laughs> this game if it means that I kill myself at the end. Slash J, that's a joke. Okay, <laughs> let's get that out of the way. It's like, it's your 13th reason. <laughs> <laughs> this greatest Elden Ring is I my know. 13th reason. Listen, I'm already doing better than my friend group, which is all all I can do. And one friend just sobbing over this game. Bro. And I feel so bad. The funniest shit I've ever seen. Bro. <laughs> a grown man just crying. He fully, like, he spent three days. For anyone that's playing the game, he spent three full days. He's a teacher, so he spends most of his days mm-hmm. in a classroom. But then the only thing he does when he goes home is has been playing yeah. this game. So he, this is his first mm-hmm. Soulsborne game, which is what? The from software what mm-hmm. they call those games fully yeah. for three full days just trying to f- defeat Margaret the fell omen which is the first necessary boss you cross <laughs> in the game and he's i'm gonna say this and i mean this in the nicest way possible With not love and respect. not the hardest <laughs> boss ever it took me like seven or eight ish tries to get it mm-hmm. and i'm doing a dex build for anyone that cares but uh, my friend doesn't know anything he doesn't know that you have to do like specific builds mm-hmm. from the get-go mm-hmm. or else you're gonna be fucked at the end so he fully is just like sure he was like trying a bunch of different things and it took him three full days mm-hmm. i remember <laughs> i texted i texted our group chat yesterday and i was like oh it took me eight tries like yeah. less than an hour to beat this dude yeah and he was just like what the fuck what do you mean <laughs> he just you sitting there tears tears <laughs> you know, what do you mean <laughs> yeah exactly i was like dude i i was a lower level than he was at the time and i was just like you like you just gotta get better at it yeah i guess Sorry. like i said it's very funny for me to sit on this side because i try so hard to understand a lot of fandom like yeah we've talked about i've watched so many shows that i would have never watched yeah. for the pure reason of hannibal hannibal i've watched um good omens i've watched the show. witcher i've watched i started watching supergirl i watched teen wolf just to figure out like these communities mm-hmm. and like these people and like kind of understand why they but when it comes to that, when it comes to video games specifically, I can't do it. Because I, we've talked about it, a cozy gamer. <laughs> yeah. I like the Animal Crossings. I appreciate that you did try and get into Genshin. Yeah. I knew it really wasn't going to be your no. thing. But this is like my video game mm-hmm. one for the year. I have severe the brain thing not going is, on though, right is now. The thing is, though, is that um, with Genshin, it the pretty colors, yeah. like, it 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 helped that lizard side where I was like, ooh, the pretty colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, the magic. Like, all that yeah. stuff. When it comes to, like, sword fighting and, like, a lot of dark motifs, I'm like, no, I'm not into that. I eat that shit. I know. Up. Oh, my God. It is such... I love it so much. I... Yeah. Oh. So it's very funny to like be on Twitch when I watch like my singular Twitch streamer and, and she's like playing The Sims, which is why I started playing The Sims mm-hmm. again, or Animal Crossing. And then I see like all the people on the left hand bar like Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden yeah. Ring. And I'm just like, it feels like Animal Crossing back in March of 2020 where everyone was just playing Animal Crossing again. Yeah. Well, this is the first like really big game launch that mm-hmm. we've had in a while that people just knew the developers were gonna deliver Mm -hmm. on like we had cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. that game got pushed back so many times that it was just like 
Yeah. Even, like, when people first got into the game, it was glitchy as fuck. Sure. And it was just like, God damn it. Yeah. Like, this wasn't worth $70. Mm-hmm. And there have been a couple other games, I can't remember them off the top of my head, since then as well, that, like, AAA companies have come out with. Yeah. And it's just like, well, they haven't delivered on I it. I was telling you about The Sims' new wedding pack. Yeah. For the people who are, like, simmers or, like, understand anything that's going on in The Sims. Or even mm. just know The Sims. I feel like a lot of people know The Sims. And they put out this new wedding pack that was supposed to be, like, super cool. Add more to the weddings. You yeah. can, like, there's new dresses. There's new outfits. There's, like, you can ask people to be, like, in your wedding party. You can pick out a wedding cake. Go dress shopping, all this mm-hmm. stuff. There was new items and stuff. And people were so excited there's this new world that's really cool and really nice but like the actual wedding part is so broken that you're just like why did i spend this much money on this if it's gonna be this broken see the sims is like one that i can't understand (laughs) it just doesn't make it literally doesn't make sense sure and i don't i don't mean that in a negative way i know i know people genuinely enjoy that game yeah and people say the same thing about like minecraft yeah my dad legitimately does not understand minecraft he's like what's the point and it's like um defeat the ender dragon it's like oh does the game end after that no No. and then you could just like go explore yeah and he doesn't understand animal crossing either like i know animal crossing was one of those those are the games where they're just like there's an end quote-unquote yeah. but then like you same can thing, do more same thing with stardew valley where yeah. it's like three years but you can go to year you know however whatever yeah. yeah and i those are great games mm-hmm. and i i understand but like sims at least for me it was just like you're spending 40 dollars on a pack yes and it's still glitchy yeah. as fuck when yes. you buy it that was the problem i was telling you some of them where it was like the new wedding chapel that they gave you in the in the new world, I don't yeah. remember what it's called. It came with, like, two aisles, which is, like, a good enough idea. And the thing is, it's not the builder's fault because they bring in a bunch of people to do these builds. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the builder's fault, it's the tester's fault because you're supposed to test these houses, which is so wild because I've been watching so many Sims YouTube videos they i've been watching there's like houses that came with sims pack that like there is a back door there's like a back area of the back of the house stairs that lead to nowhere there's no nice. no door and they're just like you're supposed to play test these like how, do, how does that skip past you mm-hmm. but there's like that part in the wedding stories where like there's two aisles a good idea there's an inside one and an outside one depending on what vibe you want your wedding to be but the part is when like all of your sims all your wedding parties in this area and you're like okay sit down near the aisle half of the sims will go to the inside one and half of the sims will go to the outside one that's ridiculous and you're like why did i spend this and then you're like walking down the aisle some random fucking sim will walk in front of your wedding like in front of the aisle not in formal like gear and you're just Mm -hmm. like what the fuck happened here like Mm -hmm. how is this so bad that like you have released this while it's like this bad yeah. yeah i feel i feel like since quarantine started uh-huh um animal crossing was like the one really mm-hmm. really solid one yeah and every other game release has just not been well, like even up to par that five nights that new five nights at freddy game yeah i saw so many people like with glitches and like oh, yeah. it breaking even in jacksepticeye's mm-hmm. sean's playthrough like there were so many yeah and i i can appreciate what the what the company was trying mm-hmm. to do I, everyone has their own theories on what, like, mm-hmm. happened. My own personal one is that, like, Scott wanted to go in a different direction sure. and it just, like, didn't happen. Mind you, I've been keeping up with the lore since the first game came out. Like, I'm a Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's product, which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you, what was that? What's that band called that, like, you grew in the darkness, but I was born in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, don't get me wrong, like, still very fun game mm-hmm. to play, but Elden Ring truly has been like the one yeah that that rose out of the sure. ashes and it's like perfect i love i am in love with this mm-hmm. game and i know it's not necessarily your vibe but today i i went on ao3 and i did some digging yeah i was like okay well bloodborne and dark souls 3 are my favorite from software mm-hmm. games they have demon souls which was the very very first one mm-hmm. from a long long time ago that no one really talks about okay. because it wasn't like their staple dark souls mm-hmm. once dark souls came up people were sure, like oh my sure, god sure. this is the hardest game ever so um they have the the three dark souls games demon souls is technically the prequel to okay. the dark souls trilogy so those four are together bloodborne is completely separate mm-hmm. and then they have one or two other games and then elder ring mm-hmm. so i know sekiro which is like their japanese style one and i think 
ghosts of Tsukishima okay. might have been from them. I don't, don't quote me. I sure. kind of, after Sekiro was a little bit of a disappointment, yeah. I kind of like didn't look at From Software. That's fair. Which is the development company from yeah. Software. Well, because when shit like that happens, you're like, oh, well, like they make a new one. You're like, is it going to happen again? Like, exactly. That's kind of how I feel if a new Sims pack comes out and you're like, is it going to be broken again? Yeah. Like, especially when it's something like, I'm going to keep going back to the wedding packs because it just came out and people are still talking about mm. it. When you put in, when you download the wedding packs, you're not allowed to go back to just base game weddings, which were like buggy, but like they're infinitely better than whatever broken shit wedding stories gave us. Yeah. So now, like when Sims comes out with a new pack, which they will, like it's gonna be another ten years before they come out with Sims Five. Like let's be mm-hmm, real, like mm-hmm. we're just gonna be like, sh- should I even buy this right away? Like should I wait for other people to see if it's broken? Like, yeah. So it's just it's so hard, but Elden Ring. They have been teasing Elden mm-hmm. Ring for, like, three fucking years. Like, George R.R. R. Martin, who wrote Game of Thrones, Whoa! worked on this game with them, like, as a writer. Like, he helped develop a bunch of the story. And he can't finish his last book? I know. <laughs> Trust me, everyone's made the joke. He has, saw, he has two books left, I by the saw, way. Oh, sorry, two books left. I saw um, Brandon Sanderson, who's, like, the king of a fantasy novel. Yeah. Like, he, he puts out, like, monster fantasy books. Uh-huh. Um, I've never read them because they scare me. Like, the size in general yeah, just scares that's fair. me. But he was putting out, he was like, oh, yeah, here's my manuscripts. One, two, three, four, five. And people are like, man, George R. R. Martin can't even write one book. And here's Brandon Sanderson being like, here's yeah. five manuscripts for books that are coming out. Listen, George this R. R. Year, Martin's making shmoney. He doesn't have to write books anymore. I know, but it's still disappointing. No, don't get me wrong. I would love for him to finish the, the series before yeah. he passes. Which is which is the hope. Like yeah. the hope is that he he has them in the works at the very least. But in the meantime, he has been working on Elden Ring. Okay. He did have a pretty, at least from what I've read, a substantial role in developing this mm-hmm. story because it is very like Lord of the Rings based. Mm-hmm. Like Dark Souls was a medieval. Sure, it I, was, I it was would a, understand that. It was a very dark medieval yeah. though, whereas this one is lighter and not necessarily quote unquote lighter, but like colorfully, sure. it's lighter and it's just has a different tone sure. to it. So, Demon Souls prereq to Dark Souls one through mm-hmm. three. I don't think they necessarily follow in that chronological mm-hmm. order. I haven't touched up on the Dark Souls lore in a long time. The thing with these games, <laughs> which I'm going to get into today, is that the story is not laid out for you in any cutscene. Oh. Everything you learn about the story has to come from item descriptions and very small lore bits. Oh, so around you have to literally you, be looking for it. Yes. So. It's, like, super, super hard to, like, Whoa. understand. Whereas, like, Elden Ring has been pretty upfront about yeah. what they're about. And I think a majority of the item descriptions are going to be, like, oh, what happened in the past to cause sure. this? And what's sure. been happening since then? Whereas, like, in in Bloodborne, and I'm not so sure about Sekiro. I didn't, you know, do a whole ton of research into that one. But at least in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, it was, like, I bu- I don't know but fuck anything. Sure. Like, I have very basic lore bits sure. from the cutscenes and everything else has to be learned. Wow. through item descriptions which i eat that shit yeah uh, you know me i've i love lore bits give me a good lore bit and it's i'm gonna fucking so eat it up good i was watching one the other day for like all the like lore it, they could be headcans yeah. of like pokemon i love that shit of just yeah. reading the pokemon descriptions and you're like what that, the fuck yeah, isn't it like a haunter if you're like within a certain distance of a haunter or something a like that like you become so frightened that <laughs> yes. you'll like pass away well basically. even the drift balloons they're just like picking children up by their two little things and they float away with children oh my god yeah, yeah it's like literally in the description and there is so a pokemon sad. game i think it's black and white mm. where there's literally a a text from one of the children being like oh yeah one of my chill one of my friends was being picked up from school but sh- a drift balloon came by and i <laughs> haven't seen oh my since. god but then you learn that like it wasn't actually a child oh it was black and white because it wasn't actually a child it was a zoroak in disguise oh, okay, to be okay. a child but still like a drift balloon still came by and picked a child up oh my god and, like floated away with it there's a ton of those in pokemon where like if you read those descriptions you're just like sorry what the fuck yeah but at least in pokemon it's like this is what i'm here to do yes. and like this is yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. in dark souls and bloodborne you're like i have no idea why i'm doing this but yeah. i'm doing it because this is fun and mm-hmm. i'm having a good time so my favorite games out of all the from software games are dark souls 3 mm-hmm. and bloodborne mm-hmm. bloodborne was a standalone and i'm really hoping that one day they come out with a second sure. one because i loved i love the aesthetic of bloodborne it is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, 
both Elden Ring and the Dark Souls games are very medieval based. Mm-hmm. Um, Bloodborne is Victorian era kind of based. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksepticeye recently put out an entire playthrough. It's his favorite game of all time. Oh. So that's kind of what reinvigorate. Like sure. he was playing it in preparation sure. for Elden Ring. Sure. And so I watched it like every day when I would yeah. get home and like study for finals or midterms. And so like he just reinvigorated like the game came out in 2016 okay i believe 2015 2016 no that yeah because i was telling you the only the only experience i have with any of those games the, the dark soul ones yeah. specifically is when i was dating one of my ex-boyfriends uh. and we went over to like hang out with a couple of his friends mm-hmm. and like play party games and stuff and when we got there they were playing dark souls nice so they were like you try it because i'm just not i don't play games like yeah. that so like one, I'm a stupid little girl because that's the person who I was dating at the time. But also, they were just like, "You don't play games like this." I yeah. couldn't even make it up a fucking staircase. It's hard. They there's a reason these are known as like notoriously the hardest games of all time. Yeah, and and that stresses me out. Like, yeah, I'm no, no, okay. No. Don't get me wrong. the The thing is, like, with the open world mechanic of mm-hmm. Elden Ring, it is psychologically easier yeah to process elden ring because if you get stuck you can just go to a different spot sure. and like farm and, or do a different boss sure. when it comes to bloodborne and sekido mm-hmm. and dark souls you literally were stuck yeah. in that one area and you just had to do it over and yeah. over and over like five thousand times i would have cried i cr- cried. i literally i'm the kind of rage quitter that i just like i get so angry and i tense up and i just start crying yeah <laughs> like i don't throw anything just, like do anything. sobbing like yeah. truly yeah. sobbing that's when i put the controller yeah right. yeah yeah, yeah. Go take i do remember i tried playing cuphead because i knew it was hard like i knew it was a that's hard a game great game but i liked the visuals so much that i was like yeah. too bad the netflix show is garbage really i haven't watched it it's, i didn't like it damn i haven't watched it it's on my list but i've been i haven't i haven't like actually gotten nice. around to it but um, I did try to play that just for, like, the the visuals alone. Yeah. And I remember just being, like, I'm just going to watch someone else play it. Me like, I'm just, I'm just, like, not <laughs> Me and my brother played it this. together, and it was, like, it was so difficult. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I love Cuphead. I'm so excited for the mm-hmm. DLC this summer. Like, yeah. that, I'm going to be spending, like, a solid sure. week on it. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. It is so, it, it, it's so hard. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of... Of the Soulsborne community mm-hmm. was drawn to it, which is very exciting. Because but of the difficulty? Because of the difficulty. Sure. Like, basically all Soulsborne games are, are like, boss runs. Sure. Like, you just farm one area and then go to a boss mm-hmm. and then farm one area. Whereas Cuphead was just, like, you didn't even really farm for anything. It was just boss after boss after boss. Mm-hmm. And you just had to, like, kind of hope <laughs> for the best. Like, it took, me, it took me a while to get sure. through that game. But I was also a teenager when it came out. And I became... It was very emotionally frustrated <laughs> so like i i've never the only dark souls game that i own is the first one because mm-hmm. i play on xbox and pc um stupid i want to play bloodborne so bad and i can't because it's a ps playstation yeah. exclusive which is ugh, please <laughs> give it to please. me i've also been thinking about buying a playstation for a really long Ooh. time so i should just do it but sure. also I'm, i need to move out uh, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> it's expensive it is um i i didn't get through it mm-hmm. because i i bought dark souls after i watched after bloodborne came out yeah because my favorite youtubers at the time and still pretty consistently are the game grooms mm-hmm. i know you don't watch a whole ton not of them. really they're, i've watched like best of yeah clips, they're know? very funny and i like them a lot yeah. they're pretty consistently i go back to their channel and i watch old stuff like mm-hmm. best ofs or just some of the new one-off yeah. stuff that they have. I love them very much. But they have played Dark Souls mm-hmm. 3 and Bloodborne. I'm waiting for them to hopefully play Elden Ring on their channel. Yeah. Because it's like a staple. Sure, like so, sure. It's some of their biggest series. But it's just like, I bought Dark Souls and I never got through it because I was so stupid. And yeah. I don't know how to handle my emotions. I got through the first boss. I couldn't beat the second one and I quit. No, that's fair. Like, I think it's for all the games like that. Like, I know that... Like, I was kind of talking to you about it, because, like, I don't do games like this. There's a lot of people that... I think the people who I chill in my community Mm -hmm. of, like, cozy gamers with, like, are, are, like, a peak euphoria is just, like, I have a completed and finished island on Animal Crossing. Or, like, I have completed a legacy challenge in The Sims. Something like that, where you're Mm -hmm. just, like oh my like so, like that euphoria where it's yeah. like that's what we four get. candles after three years <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. no like, i get it shit like that it's been very fun to see like people that haven't mm-hmm. had any experience with souls board game come out and try this yeah. one especially because of how good it yeah. is and how like different mm-hmm. it is compared to the rest of them 
But with Jacksepticeye coming out with his Bloodborne series mm-hmm. and Elden Ring coming out and like all this stuff kind of t- coming back mm-hmm. all at once, I went on to AO3 and I started looking around okay. to see if I could find any fanfic that matches my brain rot so that I could talk about it on the show. <laughs> and one, all of the Dark Souls stuff that I could find was porn. Which I did not want to read sure. about those characters. That's fair. Because <laughs> a lot of them are like monstrosities. And I was like, there's you know a what? monster fuckers out there. I know. And I was like, I'm not into it. Surprisingly, they had like quite a bit of kudos. So Ooh. that community is doing really, really good. The monster fuckers do well. No, the I, monster I, fuckers I, do I was well. a little surprised. So I was like, you know what? Maybe another time. Sure. And I switched gears. <laughs> another, <laughs> another life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, maybe, maybe later. But like, this isn't what I'm sure, looking to sure. talk about on the show. Like, I want to talk about something that I mm-hmm. really, really thoroughly enjoy. And then I went over to the Bloodborne tag. And they also had like, it wasn't porn, but it was like actual sure. like wealth. I shouldn't say well. I shouldn't be like that. Um... <laughs> The porn is still good. <laughs> the porn is still good. I'm not saying it's yeah. not. I'm just saying that these ones were like not porn yeah, 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 and yeah, related yeah. to the story. And I read quite a few of them. But as I was reading them, I realized you have to know the story of Bloodborne mm-hmm. in order to read these. Mm-hmm. And you only get the story through items sure. or watching other people's videos or exploring it yourself. And it's a PlayStation exclusive. So how are you going to get that information? Do you think that like people who would read the fan fiction wouldn't know what was going on? I think you could pick up context okay. clues. I definitely think you would. But some of the the like longer ones uh-huh. that definitely had more emotion to them, you would want to yeah. know what was going on contextually just because it makes everything sure. like so much better. Yeah. So I feel like it's so hard because I was telling you, look, my sister's friend like follows us. She's like very into it. And the other day, because she's like not really a f- like super into fandom oh. a lot of the time, like hello whoever you are hi jenna <laughs> <laughs> sorry i forgot your name <laughs> and um you know I, of course i was just like oh start with the my immortal episode like that's a very easy mm-hmm. one to get into but i feel like it's so hard because we're trying to reach out to as many people as possible i know but then you get to a point where you're just like well if i talk about like you were with the Ooh, Genshin impact the, i was just about to say and you were just like oh i want to do this but I, what I, if, I, no one knows the story and yeah. I, like, I have to do a prereq episode yeah of, like, Story stuff. Mm-hmm. So, which I feel like for a lot we try to do AUs, so you could just be like, here are these characters. You you just figure you like it out as you go. Go go to the content. Go to the context. Yeah. But here's this AU where they're like baristas yeah. or dancers mm-hmm. or in high school or something yeah. like yeah. that, where it's just like trying to be just like, here are these characters that some people out there might really like, but even if you don't know where the characters are from, you you still might like the story because the story is like original. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I did with sincerely not. Mm-hmm great oh 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 <laughs> she did a little shimmy i know I was like miss girl please marry me please put out sincerely the <laughs> yours now yeah she's working mm-hmm. on it she's working on it but the more i started reading this stuff and the more i was like this is really good like this is yeah. genuinely very very good i have to like i have to explain it sure and there are plenty of people on youtube and plenty of people that have mm-hmm. like written it out for you yeah but I'm here to give it to you. But if you like us, yeah. So I did. I did a lot of research, and I boiled it way, way, way down sure. because it's very complex, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of like side stories and stuff. Um, the biggest YouTuber, I've been subscribed to him for years. Mm-hmm. I love putting his stuff on in the background because his videos are like 30 minute plus videos where mm-hmm. he just like goes over stories. He has sure. a very calming, relaxing voice. <laughs> I love listening to him. I love the calming, relaxing yes. voices. There's the problem with, like, uh, even, like, I, I love him, but I can't watch Ethan play games because he's so loud. Yeah. He's so loud. And yeah. I need someone who's just, like, very calming. Yeah. And, like, the Twitch streamer I keep talking about, her name is Luxie Games, and she she puts some of her videos on YouTube, but she's mostly, like, a Twitch content creator. Mm-mm. And I it's just so calm. Nice. And, like, so, like, sometimes it's chaotic, but it's not just, like, at every moment you're just, like, ah, ah. It's not always screaming all the time. This guy does all the research and work for you. And he's great. Again, I've been watching his videos Mm -hmm. for years. It's Vati Vidya. Okay. Mm V-A-A-T-I-V-I-D-Y-A. He literally covers all of the From Software games. He's great. So What is From Software? Oh, it's the... That's the development company that does those. Yeah. They're called From Software. Um, He is fantastic at what he does. He... He's putting out Elden Ring content already, mm-hmm. just, like, builds and that kind of stuff. He hasn't really been doing lore because that's going to take a while, mm-hmm. especially since it's open world and drops are random, Oh, which is, like, a little more difficult. There are items that can increase drop rate, but 
I don't use them. <laughs> um, so he's done a but like a buttload of videos on like individual characters and like what their story is or the general stories of these games or like what happened at this specific location. He's fantastic. I love his work. So I watched a lot of his Bloodborne videos. There was also a Reddit user. God, if I can pull it up. Sorry. You don't just have this information. Just no, I, for- I forgot to write it down. <laughs> um, it's called the, the, the doc is called the Pale Blood Hunt mm-hmm. and it's by Redgrave from Reddit. I said it. Um, but basically this person just compiled all of the information from Bloodborne mm-hmm. that the community had been posting for years and put it into over a hundred pages word like Google oh Doc. My God. And like compiled the story into chapters of like what happened first and uh-huh. this and that. And I'm only like ten ish pages through. Sure. It is fantastic. Does and the I highly recommend it. Does the the creator of of these games, like do they confirm that what you're what everyone is nope. saying is correct? Okay. They don't say anything. Sick. Which so is, this could all be wrong. No, exactly. Yeah. And that's the fun sure. of it because I'm sure they're all like little historians. If you're, if you're if you're in fandom, I'm sure you've heard of like Matt Pat and Game Theorist, sure. and like it's one of the greatest parts of mm-hmm. gaming, in my opinion, is like figuring out yeah. what the fuck is going mm-hmm. on. And these games are peak mm-hmm. <laughs> of people being like, "Well, no, but this this thing says sure. this, and this says this," and like trying I to want figure to, out everything. I don't know if we're if. We have a bonus episode in October. I don't know if we have an extra week in October, but if we do, I would love to just talk about like Five Nights at Freddy lore because that Dude, shit I'll, like itches. I'll get into <laughs> the, fuck with some would. Five Nights at Freddy's lore. Because after like that, the newest game yeah. came out. It was all over my TikTok page, yeah. and I'm just like, sorry, I would like to know what the fuck Dude, is going I, on. I will fuck with some Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's lore. I don't bet. know if we have a bonus episode. Even if we have a bonus episode that's not in October, I'll <laughs> fuck with some Five Nights at Freddy's lore. So basically what I'm saying is I'm going to start like a new series-ish Ooh. on the channel. Give me a channel, series. Give me a series. Where it's just like, I just want to explain lore to people. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to go into what communities have said and like what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Because for the most part, people either will look into it if they're actually interested mm-hmm. or they're not. And they just seek general like something new. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm going to talk about Bloodborne. Fantastic. Again, I said it's like Victorian style I'm going to be saying a lot of words that don't make a lot of sense to you. And that is okay. Just nod your head and say yes. Yeah. But if you are genuinely interested, go watch Vati's videos. And I'm, again, I'm still reading the Pale Blood Hunt mm-hmm. document. It I'll is, link it in the Yeah, in the I have all the links for everything. Um, it is fantastic mm-hmm. so far. I'm very much enjoying mm-hmm. reading this. He posted it. Um, I don't remember how long ago. I didn't read how many months ago it was posted. <laughs> But it again, he was like, I took everyone's input because he did an initial document sure. that was almost as long. And then people in on Reddit were just like, hey, maybe you should say this instead of this because of this piece of lore. And he revised it and published this mm-hmm. new one. Great. Sure. I love seeing communities work together and especially with one that has been known to be so toxic, mm-hmm. especially with Elden Ring coming sure. out. Oh my god, some of the things people have been saying. Like, it's such a turn off. I know. I think that's why, like, I, because we've talked about before, because you're, I think, much of a normalized and stereotypical, like, gamer. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, with a lot of the games I play, like, a short walk, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stardew Mm -hmm. Valley, Coffee Talk, like, What Remains of Edith Finch, they're all just like, not a real game. I almost played Overwatch competitively. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> and I was playing Neopets, <laughs> so yeah. like we are not the same. Uh-huh. But and that's fine. I think that like we've talked about just like I like a big part of not paying those games for me is just like those communities where I'm just mm-hmm. like I would rather not do that to myself. Yeah. Like those games might be fun, but like I would rather not. And I think that's the main drawback yeah. for a lot of people is that all they see is this negativity yeah. that comes in. And Bloodborne kind of changed that for mm-hmm. a long time. Dark Souls was just this thing for, like, dudes who had severe anger problems. And, like, they just wanted to beat everything up. And it was like, Jesus Christ, it's just a game. And once you start playing the game, you sort of understand, like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit, this is, like, rage quality. Like, this is very upsetting. Bloodborne became this thing where it was this massive puzzle Mm -hmm. that everyone was trying to figure out Mm -hmm. what the fuck was going on. And it it's great. Same thing with Elden Ring. You kind of get some of the toxicity here and there. But for the most part... A large portion of the community has been welcoming since there has been 
a ton of new players sure. coming in sure. that don't know that you aren't supposed to even out all your stats. You're yeah. supposed to pick one and just go with it yeah. for the rest of the game. Because if you even out all the numbers, <laughs> it's unplayable yeah. after a certain point. So Bloodborne is Bloodborne is so good. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest either watching The Game Grumps or Jacksepticeye. Jacksepticeye's playthrough was only like eight-ish hours long, mm-hmm. maybe less than, but he also has played it, I think he said like eight more than eight times over and he practically speed ran the thing like he was like doing bosses in less than 30 seconds which is ridiculous to me this is i also don't play these games very Mm -hmm. often so i don't know but he just kind of sped through it he also went over some lore bits but it you know it's been here and there and it's it's again it's a lot to intake Uh so I'm not going to start from where the game starts because the game starts in a weird spot. We're going to start from the very beginning of where, quote unquote, the story of Bloodborne begins. So I took my information from the Pale Blood Hunt document. Some Mm -hmm. of it, some of it, I just kind of took from Wikipedia, the Wikipedia page, because they they just boil everything down to nothing. And then I watched a bunch of Vadi's videos and I added that to Mm -hmm. the Wikipedia and the Pale Blood doc. And then I added my own stuff. So this is just a collage of information that hopefully has been boiled down enough. That it makes sense. Love to see it. Okay. Bloodborne. The main city that Bloodborne takes place in mm-hmm. is called Yarnum. Yar. <laughs> yo, 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 it's a pirate's life for I me. <laughs> I dressed as a pirate this weekend for the Ren Fair. Good for you. It was cute. I am. I was born on International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's my day of birth. Hell yeah. I, I only know that because it's just like all the Krispy Kremes around us are just like, come and talk like a pirate, you get a free fucking donut. Yeah. Although Krispy Kremes are just trying to get rid of their donuts at every opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? I'll fucking take them. Yep. So the story of Yarnum starts well, way, okay. way before the events of the game take place. And they actually, the people that lived way 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 long long mm-hmm. time ago are called <laughs> let's see if i can enunciate yeah. this thumerians okay p-t-h-u-m-e-r-i-a-n-s oh, i think it's a silent p okay. if i'm remembering correctly but thumerians <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's thumerians yeah. but they're like humanoids they're not okay entirely human but we they lived underground Got and it. the underground civilization that they came from at least the location in game is called the chalice dungeons Mm -hmm. but that's where they used to live for hundreds and thousands of years um they also lived alongside what was known as the great ones a lot of bloodborne lore was taken or inspired from hp lovecraft and um cosmic horrors sure like a lot of it as much as that man was a bad person he wrote a good story that yeah unfortunately (laughs) i was sorry side tangent i Mm -hmm. was at a costco with my sister and they were they were selling the works of hp lovecraft Uh there and my sister was like oh yeah and i was like do you know what that man named his cat (laughs) she was like no i made her pull out her phone in the middle of a costco oh no That's horrid. Yeah. And then I was just like, T. <laughs> I was just like, just sprinkling knowledge of this it's man's like, cat. It's like when you watch Lord of the Rings and that scene comes on where he kicks the boot and you're like, should I say it? <laughs> you're just like, like you get so that like involuntary up. response and you're thought. like, <laughs> yeah. Like you're you're like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot. That's how I feel in middle school whenever you see like a yellow button, you like punch the room with your car two times. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So just. A lot of it mm-hmm. is inspired from, like, cosmic horror and H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So, the Great Ones are basically cosmic beings, mm-hmm. and they are highly intelligent. Um, the one thing that they want to do, as far as Thumerians and humanoids mm-hmm. are aware of, is that they just want to reproduce. Just like any living Got species. is Like, they just want to reproduce. Yeah. That's the one thing. Mm-hmm. That- even as humans, like, that's pretty much the one thing that we are driven to do. Except um, for asexuals, we see you. Proud. Proud. <laughs> Ally. <laughs> <laughs> but the the problem with great ones is that they can't actually reproduce themselves. When they try, the baby dies. Oh, interesting. So the only way that they can reproduce is by choosing a host and impregnating them. Icky. Ig- yeah. <laughs> Icky. Icky. So then Thumerians would volunteer themselves to these great ones oh, okay. and, and become hosts. All right. So it's it, consensual. 
it became a blood contract okay. essentially and so they would give their you know the mm-hmm. w- the host or whatever would give up their body mm-hmm. to like birth a new great okay one. okay and okay. it was like a great honor or whatever um at some point in time the great ones moved on mm. from being with the thumerians they were like we're tired of these people <laughs> and they ascended it is it we don't know how or it's not knowledgeable as to how or i'm not gonna get into it oh, um, okay it's just, there's so much I detail know. and it's so immense that you can't like i literally can't talk mm. about everything um but they ascend into a place called the nightmare realm mm. uh, completely different yeah. from our existence we're also going to be talking about different realms of existence, so like, it, that's it, part it. of it. It's a lot. <laughs> but a bunch of the Great Ones ascended. They actually ended up leaving behind a few of mm-hmm. the Great Ones for, you know, who fucking knows. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Thumerians were left on the normal plane mm-hmm. of existence. So they spent a lot of their time trying to be like they gave their bodies for this like why can't they go you know um and so after hundreds and hundreds of years there was a group of scholars at bergenworth got it okay so we're we're getting more into the details bergenworth and they a lot of it was just like studying about how how do we ascend how do we become like the great ones or go to the place same place as the great ones like how do we achieve this um a few of them stumbled upon what was called uh like the old blood of the great ones Mm -hmm. and so they thought that this was the key to ascending oh okay you know it comes from the great ones and we don't know where they are anymore (laughs) so let's take the blood and inject ourselves with it like we're gonna start Mm. pumping this stuff into our blood could you imagine could you imagine if we all went to mass and they were just like body of christ (laughs) shoot you up (laughs) (laughs) Um, put a tourniquet around you i wouldn't put it past them (laughs) they just shoot some like (laughs) fermented wine just like straight into your veins have fun (laughs) (laughs) the blood of christ compels you (laughs) yeah uh, I don't know the Latin. The uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah, one of one of my professors said it the other day in the Latin, and yeah. he was like singing it, and I was like, "What is happening? <laughs> Am I back in the cult? <laughs> why, why does it burn? <laughs> <laughs> my soul? Oh no! My tainted soul. Um, but yeah, they were like, "This is the key. Sure, sure. Shoot it up." <laughs> Um, like you should never be shooting it up. I feel like it should wrong. never be the key. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Um, so from from these scholars at Bergenworth, then separated. Mm-hmm. They they kind of separated into two main schools of thought Got at this point. So one of them is called what are they called? The Church of the Old Blood, and okay. so they became like the primary focus in Yarnum. Sure. And they they moved in. It was oh god, what was the church called? The Healing Church. Because the blood when it would inject, it actually cured all sicknesses. Oh. And it like was a good thing and people of Yarnum started like shooting it up, you know? Like we're sick. We go to the go to the Healing Church. That's what I was saying. And get some blood, you know. And that's what everyone It's a finite like, resource. You can't just be shooting it up for every common cold. Hey man, that's what they were doing. They also the church was just like this is bringing everyone mm-hmm. closer to you know ascending sure. so like keep doing sure. it um and then the second school of thought was the school of insight at bergenworth still mm-hmm. and we'll get into them in a little bit but just the church becomes this giant powerhouse mm-hmm. within yarnum and they start injecting all of these people with this old blood and they don't really tell them what it's about after some time People that have had enough blood start to turn into beastly creatures. Mm, I was and, waiting for that. And, I and, was waiting and, for that. And turn. start like killing other people. Yep. So, from the Church of Old Blood becomes branches three different parts. Mm-hmm. The first part is called the Hunter's Workshop, which is headed by a name named Gar- Nam. Jesus, man, <laughs> did you have a stroke? Yes, I literally did. <laughs> a man named Garman, and he's very important. That's a name that we need to Got bookmark. It. And so. They they work with Gehrman and they say, okay, we're going to give you this hunter's workshop and you have to start training people how to become hunters. 
and you are going to get rid of the beastly people Got it. in the towns. Makes sense. And you're only going to do it at night. Got it. So people don't know Got that it. people are turning into Got monsters. It. Got it. Yep. You know, they're that gonna, checks out. They're going to uh-huh. keep injecting themselves yep. uh-huh. and they won't know. Yep. Um, the, Sounds very churchly of them. <laughs> <laughs> the second branch is called the choir. Basically, all they do is learn how to gain insight w- through communion mm-hmm. with the, the, the great ones that were left behind. So there's an optional boss battle within the game with a, a Breedus, I think is her name, or Ebrietus. She, cosmic princess or whatever. She's very disgusting if you want to look up pictures of her. Oh, God. I, I'm not joking. Like, it's not. It's very it's jarring. A space, it's a space creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very jarring when you say princess. Because all I can think of is, like, pretty, pretty princess. I'll, I'll show, like, dude, I'll show you a picture right now. She's fucking ugly. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, Ebrietus, daughter of the cosmos. She looks like a spider. Yeah. Again, all, all of this is based off of, like, H.P. Lovecraft, so it's not meant to look pretty. She looks like, like, a, tr- a literally a spider. Yeah. Ew. But she has, like, wings and yeah. stuff. Nasty. Yeah. So she was one of the great ones that was left behind. The choir found out... She was left behind because she's an ugly. <laughs> 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 you should see some of the other ones. Um, but they they left her behind the choir founder mm-hmm. and started like communicating Shit, and so it. that's like the choir's purpose. And then the third one is called Mikolash's School of Mensis. And basically the point of the Mensis school is just they do a lot of research and learning. Turns out um they mm. were doing research into like monsters mm. and stuff and so they knew it was mm-hmm. gonna happen, but the church was just like, yeah, of course. It's fine. Yeah, it's um so, at this point, after Garman has, like, established hunters, the beast stuff gets way out of hand. Mm. And so, they move from old Yarnum to new Yarnum, <laughs> but they don't call it new Yarnum, it's just Yarnum and central Yarnum. Um, they block off old Yarnum because it's just filled with too many beasts that they can't handle. Well, yeah, because you can't call something new Yarnum without them being like, what happened what to happened the old, old one? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... It and the same problem is now starting to happen mm-hmm. in Yarnum, mm-hmm. new Yarnum, um, and this is where the player comes in. Mm-hmm. They start as a hunter and they load into the game. They're met with this man. It is debated within the community whether or not it is Garman. I personally don't think it okay. is. Um, in like the game files, it just says Blood Minister, which is people employed by the church okay. to distribute the pale blood. Um, so. At the beginning of the game, he's like, oh, you're sick. We, The hunter has some... The player is the hunter. Has some sort of illness. And so he just says, hey, I'm going to inject you with some of this pale blood, but you might enter this dreamlike state that might seem like a bad dream. Well, that's where we go to what we know as Yarnum. So this is like a quote-unquote different Got it. realm, but also not really... So after he injects you, you wake up in this dream state and everything, everything's shit. <laughs> everything's everything garbage. shit. Yeah. Like Yarnum is, is starting to be overtaken uh-huh. with beasts just because it's gotten way sure. too out of hand. So. You bring in an invasive species. What are they going to do? Sure. They go invasive. Um, after taking the pale blood, every Soulsborne game has like a checkpoint system. Mm-hmm. So in Dark Souls, it was the embers. I think everyone's seen the little embers with the sword sticking mm-hmm. out of it. That's che- that's the checkpoint. In Bloodborne, it was like a lantern, and you go up and you oh, light it. Okay. And that's how you enter what's called the Hunter's Dream, mm-hmm. which is like the safe zone. It's what was gifted to Garman, the Hunter's Workshop. That's where he is, and that's where you meet him. So after making a pact with him and saying, yes, I'll be a hunter... Then you can use this as, like, a home base and, like, teleport within. And essentially what it means story-wise is just that the hunter's consciousness is now tied to the hunter's dream. Like, you must fulfill the dream in order to move on. Nitpicky stuff. Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, it's kind of important. Uh, um, So you go through Yarnum, You go through Central Yarnum, And then... In Central Yarnum, you're told to go to the Healing Church because there's someone there that you need to do. And you're like, okay, I'll go to the Healing Church. You come across another hunter who's taken too much blood. You have, He's a boss in the Got game. It. He is so far gone. His name is Father Gascoigne. Gascoigne. Yeah, cool name. I like him. Um, but basically, he's taken 
so much blood and he's been a hunter for so long he can't distinguish human from beast anymore and he accidentally killed his wife (gasps) because she went to go look for him and he couldn't like he he was blinded so he killed her you can't have a game without some dude dude (laughs) that story quest is so fucked up because the npc that you talk to is his daughter and she's like my mom went out to go find my dad can you find them both and so you're like not only did i find your mom i found your dad and killed him you are now an orphan yeah (laughs) like it's really fucked up but it's kind of very funny um it's the fucked up plot lines that just are the most fun and that's that's what dark souls and bloodborne are are like known for like it's it's not happy sure um so you kill father Gascoigne, do whatever you move through what's known as cathedral ward which is very very cool um and then you have to go into the grand cathedral where you counter another boss Mm -hmm doesn't really matter and then let's see at that point someone is just like i don't remember who exactly tells you but someone says oh you need to go to bergenward Mm -hmm. and so that's where we now move more into like the schools of thought and so after passing through the forbidden woods (laughs) you get to bergenworth and the first one that we focus on is the school of insight Mm -hmm. the guy who runs it is called master willem Mm. he's important um so basically the school of insight is the thought that learning more and the quote from the game is like seeing putting eyes inside your brain to connect with them basically what they do is they constructed helmets that block their sight Uh so they can only see quote unquote inside their brain it it actually works in the game if you gain enough insight you are able to see great ones that you weren't able to see before around the map which is very very cool because they technically were there the entire time nice there there's like weird things that happen in yarnum uh-huh. and you're like what the fuck was yeah. that like what just happened it you literally it's the just these giant things that are crawling on the sides of buildings sure like swiping at you and you don't know what it is because you can't fucking see it until you have enough insight so it's a very cool way of the game being like we've had this plotted out since the beginning you just like you have to learn so um so the church of old blood is by far the more interesting Mm -hmm. school because the school of insight doesn't last very long whereas like the church of old blood one of the key phrases from the game is quote fear the old blood like it's it's kind of a rare voice line within the game but it's super important because it's hunters telling one another don't inject yourself with the old blood Uh, like that's what turns people into beasts so it's it's pretty cool but the church of old blood we don't really care about the choir all that much because that's an optional thing um but the two branches that we really care about are the hunter's workshop Mm -hmm. which we're technically a part of the hunter and then Mikolash's school of menses so after going through the school at bergenworth Mm -hmm. you defeat (laughs) you defeat a boss known as rom the vacuous spider and we'll get back to him in a second we'll get back to him after that you go to Mikolash's school of menses And when you're in there, you can learn a lot. (laughs) Um, Basically, all of the problems that are happening are because of Mikulash, who runs the school. Got it. Got it. Everything is happening because of him. He got a hold of a Great One's umbilical cord. Ew. Yeah. And he, through that, contacted one of the newer Great Ones that had ascended. It is unknown how he got a hold of this or, like, how he exactly made contact, but he got in contact with a great one known as Murgo, who had only recently been birthed um, by the Queen of Yarnum, nonetheless. Got it. Like, you see her later on in the map, and she's, like, all bloody down by, yeah, that area, and, yeah, it's... This game is not for the faint of heart. It is very, very disgusting, but I love this game so much. I'll get to The Sims. Yeah, that's fair. Whenever they have a baby in The Sims, you kind of just put them in some weird machine. (laughs) The doctor, like, have you never seen the weird machine they put your Sims in? They put your Sims inside of, like, an iron lung kind of machine (laughs) to have a baby. Oh, my God. And then your doctor just, like, done. (laughs) You have baby. And you're like, thank you. Thanks. Thanks nope that's not how it happens in bloodborne yep 
Um, but basically, Mikolaj got a hold of this umbilical cord mm. and talked to Murgo, and Murgo said to him, mm. uh, it's not known exactly what happened, but there's a warning from one of the patrons that attended the school of Mensis that was like, Mikolaj is going to sacrifice everyone in Yarnum to ascend, basically. Okay. And so the whole point is to stop this ritual of whatever's going to happen with Murgo. And so you go through the school, you end up killing Mikolaj and attaining this umbilical cord. Um, After that, um, you kind of, through a bunch of random details, you learn that Master Willem, who ran the school at Bergenworth, also had an umbilical cord and had used it to make contact with Rom, the vacuous spider. Yeah. And he basically employed Rom into holding back this um, ritual. So Rom was actually doing a good thing, but you killed him first because (gasps) that's the order of the game. So then you go to the school and Mikolaj is like, everything's already in motion. You can't like stop it. You end up killing Mikolaj. And then because you killed Rom Uh and you now have this umbilical cord, you are able to travel to the nightmare realm mm. through like several different reasons so you go into this nightmare realm where like the great ones are and you end up finding murgo and killing mm-hmm. killing murgo before anything can happen mm-hmm. before the ritual like finishes taking place which is like super good very cool yeah. um at this point you have the hunter has two umbilical cords or mm-hmm. two thirds since it, the item in the game is like one third umbilical cord, and so realist really there's four that you can attain, but you only need to okay. get three of them because you can attain them sure. through different means. Um, once you kill Murgo, you go back to Hunter's Dream, and that's kind of like the whole point mm-hmm. of the Hunter's Workshop, and so everything is on fire because it's like Sick. done, and then. Gehrman kind of takes you over, beckons you over, and he's like, you've done well. Like, you've finished. And at this point in the game, you have three options. Okay. (laughs) He offers, he's like, you can stop partaking in this dream. Mm -hmm. And so if you say, yes, I'm done, he slays you in the dream realm and you wake up with the sun coming over Yarnum. That's a bad ending to the game. Oh, okay. That means you didn't do everything that you were supposed to do, which seems confusing. Sure. Um, the second option is being like, no, I'm not done. I know what you did. Okay. And so then you have to fight Gehrman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because through a lot of different things, you learn, one, Gehrman was employed by the church to be like, hush, hush, give, give people blood. Yep. The second thing is that Garman is it also... Puts a, puts a whole new emphasis on blood money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, the second thing that you learn is that Garman also has an umbilical cord in his possession. Got it. And has been used by a great one as a ploy to get more hosts. Okay. That because the umbilical cords basically give you a way to contact sure, great ones. Sure, sure. That's that's ba- essentially what they do. You can seek communication mm-hmm. with one, and so he did, and he asked for basically a place to work and a place not to be lonely. Mm-hmm. That was the hunters' workshop with the hunters and all that kind of stuff. And in exchange, which he didn't really know, to be fair. Was that he was going to be used as, like, the, the this great one's puppet. Sure. Basically. So, I thought people were just, like, giving themselves up to be hosts. Because it was just, like, an honorable... They were, but then the great ones left. Okay. And it wasn't, like... Sure. Then it became this thing of, like, you. <laughs> <laughs> you now. Okay. Because people were trying to figure out how to ascend on their own. Got it. The whole point of giving yourself up to be a host was the hope of ascending. Sure. And that just wasn't happening. Okay. <laughs> because they were birthing these these great ones that weren't ascending either. So what was the point? Sure, sure. Really. So 
you it's say, a lose-lose situation for everyone involved. Yeah. If you say no, then you fight Garman, and then the great one that he was in contact with comes down. It's called the Moon mm. Presence. Um, and if you have not consumed three umbilical cords before getting to this point, uh-huh. you get another bad ending, okay. which is the Moon Presence takes you in as its next doll basically you become Garman got it got it you take on his role and just fulfill whatever the moon presence wants you to do um if you have consumed the three umbilical cords that means you have enough resistance basically to resist the control of a great one and you end up fighting it Mm. after consuming these three umbilical cords and after going through all this shit after fighting Garman have to fight this great one in a battle. And after you do so, you are seen ascending as a great one. You become the oh, next shoot. great one. And you are the only person that has ascended as a great one. You just have to kill one. a great one. Or you have to a specific you, great one. No, you have to consume certain items and beat one. Okay. And, like, take its place, okay. basically. Okay. okay. So that is, that is considered the good ending of the game. Got it. <laughs> that's it which is like it's very convoluted um there's a ton of detail that i did not get into like mikolaj looks so cool i like his design Uh so much i think he's one of the raddest fucking people (laughs) i've seen cosplays of him i love him there's a really cool character in the game called eileen the hunter she's a hunter that hunts other hunters that have gone too far oh, shoot. she's rad as fuck uh-huh. she has like the crow victorian crow mask yeah. she's rad i fucking that, love like, her plague doctor's mask yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll show you a picture of her too basically i love bloodborne i love the aesthetic of bloodborne mm-hmm. i think its story is fantastic mm-hmm. if you have time uh vati has like an hour-long video just mm-hmm. talking about the story and going into extreme detail um I know I kind of like whizzed by a bunch of stuff and I'm hoping it was coherent mm-hmm. a little bit. It's so interesting. I love these games so much. Now and- is Elden Ring part of, like, is it in this world? No, okay. not Bloodborne. It's thought that maybe it's part of Dark Souls or mm-hmm. like a pre-prereq for Dark Souls. But as far as I know, no, okay. it's its own thing. Because the whole point of Dark Souls was like, um, people were given the power of fire, Got it. basically, and it was split between four different people, uh-huh. and it was they're called like embers or something. And so you have Gwendolyn, the Lord of Fire. You have the 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 God of Death, basically. Mm-hmm. He's like this giant. What is his name? Neto Nito. I don't remember. Um, he's he's rad looking mm-hmm. too. I really like his design. And I don't remember the the third one. At least that was the story for the first one. I again, I haven't brushed up on my Dark Souls mm-hmm. lore in a very, very long time. Um, those games are super rad. He also has a ton of videos on those. I just off the top of my head, I was like Bloodborne. Sure. I love I love Victorian aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I love the Plague Doctor. I love I love everything mm-hmm. about it. It's so fucking good. Nice. So if you have time, you should. And after hearing this you should have enough information to read bloodborne stuff on ao3 nice and the writing is very very good i read quite a few of them in search of one that hopefully i could read but i was eventually was just like no i i, I really can't yeah. like i need to explain what's you happening basically just gave like a, a too long didn't play but you, would like yeah. to read the fan fiction yeah <laughs> yeah so i I would like to do this with more games yeah. in the future because I do think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And some games you can like, do it with anything. You can do TV shows, movies. Well, like, exactly, like, okay. and with well, like Genshin Impact, mm-hmm. it's just like way too long for yeah. some people, and especially since it's been out for over a year now. Yeah, it's quite a feat. So I might do one like with Genshin, and then mm-hmm. like update every six months mm-hmm. or something. But I'm hoping to do this with more games nice. because I do, I think it's really interesting, and I would very much like to do one on Five Nights at Freddy's and talk about Five Nights at Freddy's lore. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. (laughs) I love Jack Black. I love him so much. Hey, kids. Nice to eat ya. Are you ready (laughs) for some Batman pizza? pizza? Who's this?
this? Working at the night shift. I don't know, but I don't think I like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Trust got... me, after Security Breach came uh-huh. out, I put on, like, a two-hour-long old Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> oh, playlist, yeah. and I was like, hell yeah. I had my sister watch a very old bronies, um, oh. like, uh, uh, The Last Brony Con by Jenny Nicholson video. Mm-hmm. If, if you have not seen this video, watch it. It's, like, a little over an hour. It explains, like, the entire history of the show the brony fandom what happened who was the bad part of it like the very last brony con that happened and why it happened and all this stuff and jenny nicholson was like super they're called horse famous (laughs) and um like during the time of our show i would love to talk about fallout equestria because that shit was huge that piece of fan fiction was huge in the community um so i would like to cover it one day it would definitely be a multi-part episode because it's just like that fanfic is so weird too because it's it starts out one thing and then it splits off into different books and it just became its own thing it's like huge own separate thing Mm -hmm. but yeah i had her watch that and during the during the video it was like music came on that's like very you're like the discord discord i'm coming that's a brony song no i know (laughs) and it's surprising how many people don't know that (laughs) or like even some of the songs that jenny nicholson wrote like that one about (laughs) just like the uh being falling in love with her brother it's like i I gave you my heart and then you turned around and did it pony dreams like that was jenny nicholson for the my little ponies and my sister was sitting there being like I was listening to My Little Pony music, and I was like, yeah, the fuck you were. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> at least with Five Nights at Freddy's music, you, like, know. Yeah. You, like, know it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. It lets you know that it's Five Nights at Freddy's music. Yeah. It's not afraid <laughs> yeah. to tell you that it's Five Nights at Freddy's Like, it's music. not, like, Discord. And then you have to be like, well, there's a character in My Little Pony. It's called Discord. And he was having a battle with <laughs> this other pony. And then, da-da-da-da. like, you have to just know all this shit to be like, oh, I thought the song was about, like, the Discord at like the servers and you're like no i know that's what my friend group thought too and i was like y'all are idiots y'all are dumb like i've never seen one my little pony episode i know that's a character in my little pony my sister i think if we ever talked about my little pony we'd have to bring my sister on because she has seen the most my little pony really yeah because we had a younger cousin she used to hang out with a lot who was like young enough to actually be the demographic of my little pony (laughs) and so she watched a couple of episodes with her my little sister got into it yeah for like maybe a year mm-hmm. not even that long yeah i remember seeing it i would like avert my eyes yeah. i was like i'm not partaking no. in this shit but i would love to like the brony i would i we will be talking about the bronies at some point it, not even just like the the male pony fans but even just mm-hmm. like the community like they had some wild creepy pastas they had some like just wild shit go on the fallout equestria i would like to go over the my little pony creepy pastas just because yeah. it's technically fan fiction <laughs> like nice. that's technically fan fiction and some of them were batshit crazy and they're so short that like we could probably read them and just like just because they're just so short mm-hmm. Even just, like, the lore behind that shit. It's just, like, how'd we get here? How'd we get here? Too Long Didn't Question Mark, the new series. Yeah, Too Long Didn't Question Mark. Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm down to, like, do this for people. L- listen, you have not been excited for an episode this whole year because you have just been... School. Drowning. So it's been very nice to see you just, like, <laughs> excited about something. I know, something. I'm on spring break right now. <laughs> <laughs> So you're like very excited, yeah. <laughs> and I, I really, it, it's a good look on you. They're just coming in and being like, oh, so, uh, <laughs> so like half asleep. I've like, been, I twitching. This is my fifth cup of coffee. Oh, absolutely. And my brain is dead, and I just, I talk, <laughs> open mouth, <laughs> for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Yeah. So no, I would love that, especially since there's like some lore that like. It's just really cool, and Dude, no, I don't think I'll, no I'll one go, would know I'll go about into it. Fucking Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Lord Jesus! I can't speak. I'm illiterate. <laughs> yeah, I'm illiterate. <laughs> yeah, um, I just think lore is really cool too. Cause even like, even if no one is into Bloodborne or whatever, like, no, you know, no, if you, someone wants to talk to you about yeah. it, like in the game, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I keep talking about it, but like in in Dark Souls, you would use what was called Estus flasks mm-hmm. to heal. Yeah, and in Elden Ring, you use vials of crimson tears, mm-hmm. which I don't know the lore implications mm-hmm. of yet. But in Bloodborne, you would use blood vials to mm-hmm. heal yourself, so sure. you would use the old blood sure. to like heal yourself, which I thought was like, yeah, everything is thought out, sure, which is so interesting. Yeah, no, I I enjoy that, especially um, 
I think more people should read fan fiction for things they've never consumed. I think that they should. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take, start consuming more fan fiction for shit you Dude, never consumed. if you consumed. want Monster Funner, fucker, just look, <laughs> up, just look up fucking Dark Souls. I was surprised. A lot of Monster Fuckers? Yeah. Well, I was surprised that there was one any. Sure. Like, I shouldn't have been considering how big the community is, mm-hmm. but I was surprised. And then the top ones? Sure. All were monster fuckers. Good for them. And I was like, Gee, oh good my god. Them. Like, good for them. And then the ones for Bloodborne were, like, longer ones. Yeah. Like, they had, like, multiple chapters. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, good for you guys. No, especially since I think, well, we, everyone knows, I've never watched Voltron. I read Voltron fanfiction. Yeah. I had to do my own research on figuring out what the fuck is going on with this. Oh yeah. So doing some work for some people and now you can just read enjoy, bloodborne enjoy yeah. bloodborne fan fiction and i kind of know what's going on a lot of it is like people's ocs yeah that's like fair. as the hunter but now you know what else is going on like there's, yeah. a, there's a dlc pack that lots of people go into mm-hmm. if anything if you have the time and you really want to know sure. more read the pale blood document mm-hmm. that we're gonna link Again, I'm only like 10 pages through. I think it's fantastic. Nice. It's nice. over 100 pages long, so it's not that long of a mm-hmm. read, but they go into really good detail. Hell yeah. Haha. <laughs> Discord! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and Instagram. Um, you can email us your fanfiction recommendations. And if you are a fanfiction author who would like to be interviewed on our podcast, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. If you liked us, if you liked the episode, if you think we deserve um, a little something to keep the podcast going, help to get new equipment, that kind of stuff, you can make a donation at ko-fi.com slash canonicallyincorrect. Rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify and any other podcasting platform. Tag your fix accordingly. Donate to AO3. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.